Welcome to Wisdom's Echo. This is Stephen McKee. And today I want to speak about longing. Psalm 119.81 says, My soul longs for your salvation. I hope in your word. There's such a longing in my heart. First of all, for God, for God himself. To know him, to really know him, not just know about him. I don't want to be shallow. I don't want to just experience ankle deep. I want to be in it all until it's over my head like Ezekiel's vision. I want to know the depth of Jesus Christ. That's why I love people like Madame Guyon and Brother Lawrence and all these people who spoke about a deeper life. But I'm also longing for your salvation. Although we have been saved... Our sins have been forgiven. Salvation isn't just about being saved. Salvation is the full salvation of our body, our soul, our spirit, all of us. It's the complete package. And I'm longing for that salvation to manifest fully in my immortal body. I'm longing for that salvation to be um, worked out in my life in fullness. And... I'm also longing for the power of God, to see the power manifest. There's been many people around about me recently um, that I have known personally, whom I love, have suddenly taken ill, like so many people. And in the past so many years, two friends have died. One was just last I think it was November or December. And he was a friend I had at school from the maybe the age of three, four years old, even before school actually. The age of three, four. And he was we were in the same class at school through primary and through secondary. And I absolutely loved my friend and he died of alcoholism really. And it just puts a, a greater longing in my heart to see God move in power, really move in power, like healing power, miraculous power. We should be ones who demonstrate the reality that Christ is risen, that Christ is resurrected. That should not just be a nice subject, a nice topic, a nice sermon. The Lord's fullness of salvation is that we ourselves begin to walk in the full revelation the full manifestation of the reality of the resurrected Christ in other words he is resurrected in you and through you and you go through the same journey as Christ did where you are dead with Christ you identify with the death on the cross that you were strung up with him, that you were crucified with Christ, then you're buried with Christ, then you are raised to new life, the resurrection life. Now we can all attain to the reality of that. Historically we know that he died, we believe it, but it's actually to be outworked in our lives. We're supposed to go through the actual reality of the cross to begin to live a crucified life where we experience the death of Christ. Not a morbid thing where you live a, a depressed life. No, it's actually killing 
all the things that hinder the reality of the fullness of Christ in you. So we've got to get through that place of death, then burial. But it doesn't end here. It's supposed to result in resurrected life. I am longing for the resurrected life. I'm longing for the power of God to move amongst us. I'm longing for that day that the scripture talks about. It says, "Will my people will be willing in the day of my power. I know there's a day of his power and I'm longing for that. I have seen people round about me going through so many things. Um, even just the other day I've learned that my brother-in-law has cancer. I don't know how severe it is or whatever. And it just makes me long to see God move. I want to know God first of all. I want to know him in fullness. I want to cry out to him to really know him as, as, as much as it is humanly possible on this planet, on earth. I want to engage him, know him, experience him, be filled with him. Be filled with the fullness beyond just a nice little Christian life where you just do Christian things and you, you have a nice time at church and you have a nice fellowship and a nice little Bible study in the morning. We need more than that. We need to start longing for the fullness. And I am longing for the power. I'm longing for that realm of the glory. It says the glory of the Lord shall cover the earth. The knowledge of the glory of the earth shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Now, I don't know if any of us fully know what that means, but I long for that realm of glory, not just for myself, but like Moses, I do want to see his glory. But I also realise there's a greater revelation for us that Christ is actually in us, the hope of glory, that we have something greater than the Old Testament saints. They longed for God, but it was an outside experience where they would meet him, but he was over there and they were here. There was distance and, and yeah, and that was amazing. But we have something even greater. But yet still, the mystery is we still long for him. Because although he is in us, he is in us like a seed. The kingdom of God is like a seed planted in us. And that seed has to grow. And the early fathers of the the church realised that we have that seed in us. It's the sperma, the sperma of God. It's like that, the very sperm of God, if you like. That's the literal word. And, but it's a seed And although we have the potential to tap into the fullness of God himself, that seed has got to grow. And I'm I'm yearning for that. I'm longing for that. And there's something about God that before he answers what he wants to answer, because it's already in his predestined will, he puts in a human vessel a longing, a yearning for that answer to manifest so he gives you the desire, he gives you the, the yearning, the longing, before he answers it. And I'm quite sure there's many people listening who you're, you're longing for something. And maybe it's been a long time. I just want to encourage you, keep yearning, keep longing. 
Because the Holy Spirit is actually praying through you and me with groanings that cannot be uttered. It's it's like a deep level of prayer. It's it's a deep level of intercession where you don't even know yourself what you're groaning for. Like this, I don't know how many years, I, I, I don't want to say two, three, four, five years or something. I feel such a groaning inside of me. Every morning, most mornings I wake up and it's a deep, deep, deep yearning, a deep, deep longing for the reality of our salvation, the reality of the fullness of why Christ died for us. He died so that we could enter beyond the sacred veil. He died so that we could walk as him, like we are to be like him. We are to walk in the fullness of the power of the age to come. That we are engrafted in or grafted in to the Trinity, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Because we are the body of Christ. And I'm yearning and longing for the reality of this. I don't want just head knowledge any longer. Our head knowledge kills us really, just head knowledge alone. There's nothing wrong with knowledge. But we need experiential knowledge where we enter into the reality of our inheritance. And our inheritance is probably greater than we've ever imagined because we have to become like God, like Christ, like our Father. And we will be like him. But I think what God is doing in this time, he's releasing a deep groaning, a deep longing, a deep yearning. And it's actually the Holy Spirit in us that's groaning through us with longings, with groanings that cannot be uttered. In other words, there's not a language on earth that can put to words what he is groaning for because he himself searches the deep things of God. But he does it through human vessels. He's, he's groaning through us and he's groaning through you. And it actually can feel like and maybe you felt this, you're going through difficult times where you're going through, where you've been really tested, but you've got this deep groaning. You know, this is the way of God. This is, these are the ways of God. Sometimes you go through what you might think is a darkness, but it's not actually an evil darkness. You see, God is surrounded with darkness. He takes us into a deep place of mysteries, in secrets and in deep, deep groanings where he is actually releasing through you something into creation that he wants to bring about in these times, in these days. But it takes a vessel to groan. It's almost like the burden of the Lord. It puts upon your soul like a burden and it can feel overwhelming. It can feel... Like, you you can't handle this. It feels like, is this even from the Lord? Is, is it, do I need to go to the doctor or something? Because it's, it can be an overwhelming feeling. But I know that the Lord is moving upon many people with a deep, deep groaning. Like, my mum and dad, who are in their 80s, they're, they're getting wakened up almost every night with a deep... Um, burden to pray, to to pray in the heavenlies, to really pray, like with deep groanings for God to move in this in this day, 
because they seen something of the glory of God many years ago. They saw something of a wonderful movement that came out of the wealth revival. They've touched on something. But that thing, if you like, a lot of it has died. It's been like a seed put in the ground. And these people, my mum and dad and others, somehow have that seed still in them and it's growing and it's getting deeper and and it's painful almost. And it is like a suffering because you're, you're feeling the groans of God. Like God is wanting to establish something on earth. He is releasing his eternal blueprint, his purposes that were ordained before the foundation of the earth, before any of us were ever here. He has a plan and a purpose that's eternal. And in these days, we are birthing these plans, these purposes through groanings, through longing after him, first of all, longing for the reality of us walking in full salvation, not just a part of salvation, not just knowing that our sins are forgiven and we go to heaven one day in the future when you die. That's awesome. But there's something greater than that. There's something of the eternal purposes being birthed into creation, into earth, through you and me. And it all comes through longing and deep groaning and even a sense of being alone. I, I have felt alone. I have felt separated sometimes, I've felt um, cut off from other things but actually that can be the Lord taking you because he needs to birth this new thing in purity, in holiness with a, a channel that has came through the fire and many of you have came through the fire, many of you have came through difficult times but there's this longing in your heart, I just encourage you this longing is going to birth a baby. It's going to birth the baby of God's purposes on earth. And, and those purposes are many. It's many streams. His voice is like the sound of many waters. Not just one water, not just one stream, but many waters. But in the secret place, God is birthing his purposes through you and through me. I just want to encourage you to keep longing, keep crying before God, keep going into the secret place, keep speaking out, declaring what he reveals in secret and decree it into the atmosphere, into the earth, into creation, because he will birth his purposes through longing, through yearning for him and through yearning for his power and his glory to be seen and yearning for his kingdom to come. This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo.